This is a Visual Audio Times original. Welcome to another episode of A Music in Time. This is a very special episode. Hold it dear to our hearts in memory of the late, great Sound Sultan who passed away as he suffered from um, lymphoma. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a special episode because he had decided to actually come on the podcast to discuss his albums and his discography. But um, with scheduling constraints, he couldn't make it. Um, nevertheless, we will do this in memory of him. And I'm so glad that I have the opportunity to do this with two very great people. Um, the first person has been on this podcast before, Mr. Ayo Dennis. Yeah. Is, do we call you Ayo Dennis or Dennis Those, Peter? Dennis Peter is fine. Why do you have three names? I I already explained this before. I said, I mean, my mom calls me Ayo. I used to just go with it, but I just figured Dennis is better for like deep. Corporate environment. Corporate environment. Yeah. And I mean, people that call me, I basically know my mom or they've met my mom several times. So they just pick it up from her and just call me. Ayo. Do you have a soft side for people that call you Ayo since they come from your mom's side? Uh, well, I, I don't think so. All right. So, okay. The ladies that wanted to call Dennis Ayo and piggyback off his mom. Sorry for you guys. <laughs> I mean, if you call me Ayo outside, I probably won't answer you. Okay, Except I, I see your face. Okay, Ayo. <laughs> All right, and we have another guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Um, Udo Jukoyikwago. Udo for shirts. So Udo is a very talented writer. I have been reading his works um, for years now. And I think recently I reached out to you. Yeah. I mean, we've interacted on, on Twitter on a couple Twitter of times. Uh, yeah. I hope we've never fought on Twitter, have we? No, 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 no. How many times have we argued? Argued? We actually haven't had any on the timeline. We haven't had any conversation on the timeline. It's just basically, oh, the last time was when the Lagos review. Interestingly, though, I started reading Osags in 2008-2009. Oh, man, he's making me feel really old. That was actually uh, that was actually my first introdu- introduction to music critiquing in Nigeria. And then it was Osags and um, Fazilion yeah. on Shout um, out to Faz. the Nigerian hiphop.net. Interestingly, yeah, though, yeah. Fazilion also reached out to me last year after we did the Lagos review top 15 Nigerian albums. And then it was, it was actually interesting that, oh yeah. Yeah. So. Fantastic. So Odo has written some amazing articles. I think last year when you did the top 50 um, albums of the year, you yeah. know, I, I sent it to AOT2 and I told him, this is a lot of work. And for yeah. someone to take yes. that time to painstakingly put together a list of 50 albums and rank the albums. The, albums. You the know. ranking was really a tough work. Yeah, and, and and then rank the albums. I think like, you know, that's a lot of work. And um we're gonna share like your links and you know your follows on, on the page so people can actually follow you guys. All right, um cool. I think you guys are like amazing writers and you know, I really like and enjoy what you do. And I hope you guys have your own podcast very soon where you can actually discuss music. 
I think we should document more and I think we need yeah. more people documenting. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to have you guys on this podcast. Dennis, you wrote an article on South on Time, published it on Native, um, nativemark.com. And, you know, I really, really resonated with the article because it, you know, connected with me emotionally. Yeah. Um, so we're going to discuss part of the article. Um, and today we're just going to talk about Sans Sultan. We're just going to celebrate yeah. Sans Sultan, right? Yeah. yeah. So where do we start from? Let's start with the backstory. Yeah. Who's Sans Sultan? Um, I mean, I called him a unicorn because I genuinely believe he was that. Um, he's a musician through and through to the core. Um, he sang, he rapped, he wrote for himself and many other people, played the guitar. Um, I mean, I didn't put in the story, but I started learning how to play the guitar for like a short bit because of Sans Sultan. But I don't, I don't know how to describe someone apart from like emotionally because th- when, when it comes to music that I connect with and I connect with an artist like that, that's who they are to me and whoever they are to the rest of the world is, is, is dread for the world to decide. But Sans Sultan was a great musician like and a great person, basically. So the backstory, right, mm-hmm. with Sans Sultan is he came up from Satellite Town, yeah, right? Yeah. In that region in, in, in Lagos States, uh, he had an elder brother called Baba, Baba D, D yeah. who was, who's like an OG artist, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, had, if I remember, the first soundtrack, the first soundtrack record that had a video, um, I think it was for, it was for Out of Bounds or Domitila. It should be Domitila. Should be Domitila. That should be Domitila. 96, 97. Yeah. Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, the part of the only part of the record I remember is actually very derogatory. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so I don't, I, I don't, I don't yeah, say it on the podcast, yeah. even though this is an explicit podcast, right? Mm. But I don't just want to say it. I, I can't find that song anywhere. I can't find that song anywhere. Um, but that was the first time I was introduced to the Fasasi brothers, right? And, you know, Baba D then had a show, you know, on MIT. MITV. Yeah. And, you know, on the show, it was a fantastic show, play music videos, do a lot of stuff. Then the last five minutes, he will bring this young guy to do whatever, you know, he could do, right? And he had this really interesting rhyme scheme where he rhymed everything with with, with with kids. (laughs) You know, he said, I met this girl, Kate. I met her at the gates. I took her to the blah, 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 you know. Um, She ordered like six plates, something, something. It was really fun. And he would do it every other week. And it was like really fun. And, that's how I knew Sans Sultan. I don't even know if I remembered his name as Sans Sultan. I just knew it was this young guy who could rhyme very who well. Rhyme. And, you know, then we saw, we all saw Mathematics, the, simp- the, the single of the first album. Yeah. You know, um, Udo, I want you to break down the relationship between Satellite Town and First Act Town, right? Mm. And how Sans Sultan played a role in that whole First Act Town movement. Fester Town is actually a cultural, has a cultural place in Nigeria. Of course, we know Fester 77, and we know how during Fester 77, there was this explosion of the art and crafts and entertainment in Nigeria. And Fester was the home of this entertainment. Of course, we know with the military era, there was that um, shift in the Nigerian entertainment taking a back seat. And because culture proponents, writers, 
sculptors, musicians, we are actually at the forefront of the anti, anti-military era. But then with Festac Town, Satellite Town, there was this, will I say, a revival of some sorts. And interestingly, it actually started with the Fasasi brothers. Well, Sound Sultan started in 1995-96 with his brother. And like you said, with the host kids and all. Interestingly, there was a story that Sound Sultan told. Because Sound Sultan's first introduction to Nigerian music was 1995. When Babadi's brother won the Lekki Sun Splash in 95. And then he got a record he got a record deal. According to the story, Sound Sultan was the backup artist at that, on that stage. And interestingly, there was another interesting person who, well, she didn't become an artist. She later became an actress, Bimba Kintola. Wow. She was also a, the second backup artist wow. for Babadi. So Babadi was actually instrumental in that movement. And that's why when Sound Sultan started music, because of that, will I say that agglomeration of artists, you have the P-Squares, you have um, Two-Face, you have the natives with um, Two-Face Brother. And then it was now like, we will say like a collective so Festac became like Festac became like a collective for artists. And artists used to go to Festac to oh, of course, there, there are stories from Whiskey. There are stories of um, OJB, there are stories of all these artists then going to Festac because it was that entertainment hub then. So we could say with the history behind Festac, because how Festac came into be was because it was going to be a cultural pillar, not only in Nigeria, but in Africa. And this actually influenced, because with the Niger Ninjas Collective, you could see the first act boys being groomed. I mean, for instance, Kama, who was signed to, the rapper who was signed to Niger Ninjas, he was with, you could say, he was an understudy of Sound Sultan for over 20 years. Wow. So it was, oh, and with... The personality of Sound Sultan bringing people together because that was one, that's one thing most artists from Shei Shane to Buki to Sasha, one thing all those artists would say that Sound Sultan actually knew how to impart because something that is usually lacking in the entertainment scene is that an artist grows big and then you feel threatened when younger artists are coming up. But with this collective in, in Festac, it was, even J1, it was a case of let's nurture together, let's grow together, let's build together. So it became a reference point. I mean, Festac, just like Joss, just like, say, Ibadan, they are reference points in Nigerian music industry. Great. Thank you so much. So Festac Town, FTT, shout out to the FTT, right? Festac Town, Amuo Dauphin, and, you know, Satellite Town became that nexus of blowing a lot of artists up, right? Yeah, yeah. Festac Town became like the Mecca. Yeah. Plantation Boys, um, 
so many artists, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and one person that, um, you know, everybody would always mention during that era was a guy called Nelson Brown, yeah. Yeah. who had a record yeah. label called Dove Records. Yeah. Yeah. And he then signed Sal Sultan or... As we know, Sound Sultan released his first album under Dove yeah, Entertainment. Yeah. yeah, he signed Sound Sultan in 98. 98. Okay, so he signed him in 98. in 98. The same guy who signed Plantation Boys and released their first two albums. Yeah. I need to get, I need to get Nelson Brown on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's an important person in the revival yeah. of pop in Nigeria. Yeah, 1999. Anyways, first single from Sound Sultan is Mathematics. Yeah. This song drops, right? And it is a clever play on social political stroke economic conversation yeah mm. right interpolated with algebra arithmetic, yeah. arithmetic you know but cleverly spun in a way where when you listen to it it doesn't hit you and it's not very truthfully offensive yeah but you sip in the you sip in the story and you know it kind of rests with you and this is his first introduction musically yeah. in the scene Shall I ask where you where, where you guys were when mathematics dropped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you should go first. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I won't bother asking you. Dennis. No, you can ask me, but like, I think you should go first. Okay. So I was in, I think I was in GSS2. And then I don't know which I saw first. I don't know if it was the audio that I listened to first or the video. But I know looking at the video, there was something, because this was a time when I was just getting into hip hop. And this was the time I was also getting into poetry and also getting into basketball. So there is this intersection between basketball and, and hip-hop. And hip-hop, yeah. Okay, bowlers want to be rappers, rappers want to be bowlers. It's a usual um, adage. And seeing someone that's captured that essence of hip-hop, it was exciting. And for one, this was an era because this was 2000, 99, 2000. This was an era we just got into democracy. So, of course, no sensible artist would want to release a song that had this social commentary because we just got democracy. I mean, every, everyone, everyone at that time was happy that, oh, we are done with this despotic era. We are now in an era, in an era of hope. Yeah. But someone coming, and then how cleverly he was able to weave this social commentary in a song. I mean, it was a satire. It was so exciting. And then the video, of course, the video shot by, directed by his brother, LD, um, brother, Babadi. It starts off with oh, a guy in the humorous um, attire of a village teacher coming into a classroom with shirts, with short sleeve shirts, with a hat, a funny looking hat, and then a cane. And then with kids. I mean, this time, I'm not sure there were, we had videos outside of gospel videos that had kids as the center of your video. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. And then it transitions, and then you see a guy who is rapping on a school bus. And dancing, break dancing. So it's like a measure of two eras. The era of the old, where you have the old teacher looking like the 1970s or maybe like the warrant officers of the 1960s. Yeah. And you have a guy break dancing. 
and basically you have him in hip hop attire. So it was like, where's this guy coming from? And interestingly, it was, it worked because Gegen was actually a song that had been performed prior to Mathematics, which was his official single. Yeah. But it was way political. So this worked in his, in his favor to bring something subtle to people seeing that, oh, yeah, okay, we're having those issues in Nigeria. We're having those concerns. But then you watch it and you're laughing. So it's a case of, oh, you're, you are enjoying this music and then it's conscious music. So really, that was my introduction to Sound Sultan Mathematics. It was like, what's happening here? Great, 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 great stuff. Um, I'll, I mean, I can't describe it any better. It's also the way I felt, you know, who's this young guy in yeah. the classroom looking so funny, you know, it's caricature look. And then he's in hip hop attire and he's breakdancing, you mm. know, and he's breaking down board mass yeah. and mm. saying B for brotherhood, D yeah. for democracy, you know, clever, clever play on the words and, and the rhyming scheme. Right. And you could, you could tell, right. That it was very hip hop influenced, yeah. but he put like the medicine candy box. Yeah. So he made yeah, exactly. it really fun yeah. and more pop culture, but you really got the message of what he was trying to preach. Should we listen to mathematics? Let's listen to mathematics. All stands, greet. Good morning, sir. You're welcome to Jagbajanti's High School. My name is Sound Sultan, your new mathematics teacher. By the way, do you understand pidgin English? Yes, yes sir. Okay, now what are we going to use this for? Okay, carry your paper. Carry your paper. Fem for my class. People of this world, them plenty. Sins of these people, many, so many. Many times plenty, multiplier. Many times plenty, multiplier. Multiplier, multiplier. The answer you get now, wait till they make poor and they cry. The answer you get now, wait till they make rich man, they mess and lead us the lie. Answer you get now, waiting, they make young boys and girls join party gang. Answer you get now, waiting, they make innocent man rot inside the jail. Get it, get it, and then agree to grant a bail. Get it, get it, oh, oh. everybody, oh yeah, oh, join Jamba Dances, make results, mathematics, with the Dabaru, our continent, so. Be for brotherhood. Love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, for for democracy. democracy. M for modification. A accountability. S for solidarity. We enter new millennium. Nigerians like 120 million. Mokbogon. One population of 6 billion. Divide that one by 120 million. All together, oh yeah. All together. The answer you get now waiting, they make people the job. Come on for Niger. 
answer you get now wait till they make people want travel by hook or by crook. The answer you get now wait till they make people they sleep for embassy for visa. Answer you get now wait till they make people they sell the property for ticket. Get it? So you carry by be for brotherhood. Love your neighbor as yourself at all. Oh, for objectivity. Be objective, gentlemen, Be for democracy. No matter how hard it is, no matter military. And for modification. Our behaviors unto the Savior. Hey, accountability. If you've been a chop money, I beg you take a easy. As for solidarity, united we stand and divided. Oh, my shell. You just the HS city. Shut it off. And this the VG city. Shut it off. Michael level for HS city. HS city. Rich man corner be VG city. VG city. You try at AJ and VG city. All together, oh yeah. All Waiting, they make rich man oppress and then suppress. The answer you get now, waiting, they make poor man depressed. But then aggress. The answer you get now, waiting, they make poor man they try to keep, keep up, up with the Joneses. Answer you get now, waiting, they make poor man begin. They try to prove a limit. Get it, get it. Resolutions are made, but always made with lack of vision. Imperfection is the order as we keep seeking solutions. Only God can solve this mathematical equation. Thanks for your contribution. Now, any more questions? So, Sound Sultan drops mathematics. It blows up. It's a really good pop single. It's radio friendly. It's TV friendly. Everybody's playing it, right? It's the birth of... Um, I'll call it the first phase of Nigerian contemporary music, yeah, right, yeah, from 1999. Yeah, yeah, nine, yeah. And, you know, while LD and the tribesmen are pushing, P-Square, uh, no, no, um, um, Plantation Boys Plantation are also Boys, pushing. Plantation um, Boys with Two-Face. Yeah, San Sultan is also in that, you know, that front line. This pushing. is also the time with Remedies, 98. Yeah, remedies. yeah the, I mean, the Remedies were doing what the Remedies were doing, yeah. right? And this young guy just comes with this really good, friendly record, can play it at kids' birthday parties, you know, everywhere. Mm. That's kind of artist I really like, you know. If I wanted to be an artist, that's kind of artist I really want to be, you know. Acceptance from every every, every age group, yeah. you know, and can be played on the radio, can be played at parties, at birthdays, everywhere. But the album, right, while Mathematics is, like, very friendly, the other singles from the album... I don't know who can pronounce the debut album. 
That's yeah. that's the name of the album, right? Yeah. So it's spelled as K P S S H E W, right? But it's pronounced as Peace. Yeah. yeah? Mm. K, so KMT basically, mm. Kiss My Teeth. Yeah. Right? Mm. That's the name of the album. Anyways, records like Koleyewon, Chris World, and Gegen, which are the follow up singles, mm. are brutally honest. Yeah. Right? The lyrics are sharp, sharp like knives cutting through everybody's skin. Yeah. yeah. You know, such an interesting way to introduce yourself as an artist that your first single is really pop friendly. You know, you still hear the truth, but I'm giving it to you in small doses. Beats, yeah. But the next set of songs I'm going to release are going to be hard biting, and the videos are also going to be very, very thought provoking. Mm. What, what's your take on that, Dennis? Um, I think those those sort of artists are the sort of artists that actually define, like not define time, the, the timestamp things, because like you said, we're entering in an era of democracy. But like this guy knew that, like. Fine, we went out in New Era, but like automatically doesn't change anything. We still have to keep speaking about the same things because military or democracy, people are still scrapping by day. So that's why like artists like that, when when the like I can still like for example, now someone like Kendrick. Kendrick can make a pop song, but like there'll be layers of meaning in there because like he's speaking towards so many things. Like I mentioned several artists like that. And someone like South Sultan doing that is it's always important because um there's no way you're an artist that you not reflect the times you're in. How you reflect it is now up to deep, like your your intuition as an artist, your instinct as an artist. And for him, I feel like just listen to that album because I listened to that album like years later. Him, it was he always wanted to be combative, but every once in a while, an artist would break form just to ascend to a higher plane, and that was what mathematics was for him. Like if you listen to like you said it will cut it to your bone straight up because he's saying what is happening as it's happening. But mathematics is sweet. But like, you don't know, like, you do, if, unless you're listening to it. Like, if you're a child, you listen to it, like, mm, the melody is sweet. I just, you just keep snapping your fingers. But as you grow up, it shapes how you view Nigeria. Like, that's one of the songs that shapes out. Like, um, when Fela drops, um, sorry, Lagbaja sang Surulere, it was asking for patience. Yeah. Because we are just entered this new era. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, sounds not saying uh, that patience that you are talking about. We gained independence how many years ago? It took us how many years to get to this point, and now we're going to wait again. But the problem with patience is it has to be balanced. It has to be patience, it has to be applying pressure. And for some he knows that if we're not applying the pressure and we're just waiting, things won't change magically. And that's who he was till the end. So do you think when do you think the timeline of this album is? Because you hear a record like Gegem, which is basically telling, giving you the story of military role. military role. Yeah. 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 You know, you're not going to record that in 99, right? Yeah. You probably yeah. recorded it, you know. Earlier. Earlier. So mm. like the late, the late 90s, maybe 97, 98. 98 yeah. When do you think the timeline, from how you listen to this album, when do you think he started recording these songs? Um, listening to this, Listening to this album and also listening listening to interviews by granted by Son Sultan, this writing writing took place when it was on tour. So by '96, that was when he became a compare for Benson and Hedges. When Benson and Hedges had this campus tour, yeah. So '96 to through '98, or no, you should. 
enter into the 2000s. So my thinking is that, because he said he wrote about 150 songs between 96, 98. So a song like Again, a song like As Mandy Grow, these songs, I think they were written around 97, because this was actually something, 96, 97 was actually the peak of the Abacha era. So this was a time when, and for one, this was also, interestingly, this was what you could say were the fading years or the transition, let me not say fading, the transition years of Fela. So we could say that there was that, not really a button handover or button change, but around this time, there was that need because reggae also at this time was also changing. So I think his consciousness was around this 97 when he wrote Gege. And then a song like Koleye One is more, it's still, it's still pop friendly. Yeah. Because after mathematics, the next hit song in that, uh, in that light is actually Koleye One. Yeah. So I can say maybe Koleye One was 99 and mathematics was 99. And then, okay, you have Gege, Kilo Day, maybe around that 98, 99. What a great album. What a great album. What do you guys want to listen to? Gege or Kuleye? Um, I think Gege. I think Kuleye was, like you said, follows like the mathematics. Should I, not templates, but like, but I think Gege is a bit different. So And Gege has this really, really interesting video. Every time from when the video came out then, <laughs> even up to, I still watched it last week. And it's always funny to me. It's a really hilarious um, piece of satire. I, I mean, that's tautology, but it's really a satirical piece that anyone, I mean, you'll be laughing, but really how it hits you. Because it played also on the, you know, growing up, we had this, um, we had this, it was the era of action films, action movies, especially yeah. from, from Bollywood yeah. then. And there was this old actor and boss. Yeah. Era. So it's a case of... I think they pronounce boss as bulls. Yeah, bulls. I don't know as who bulls. did that. I'm still looking for that person <laughs> because I want to kill that person, actually. Who saw B-O-S-S and decided to say bulls? Well, it gives it that feel. Yeah. I mean, boss I'm is... is Yoruba, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives that cinematic effect because yeah. when something is about to happen in a movie, that's... Yeah. I mean, it gets you excited. Yeah. It yeah. gets you, it gets your attention when, so this song, Gagan, is actually really, the, will I say that's what you are talking about. It's not really pop friendly, but it's, it hits the nail in terms of social commentary. Let's listen to Gagan. One film done with Jackson Part. Now waiting you go, they hear be that. Then the boss go come down. Actor go begin to smile, huh? Nigeria day action time now because the principal actors don't land. If they walk out for street one day, you hear the sound make you no know, say. They come again, they come again, then. they come again, they come again, they come again, they come again. For all of them, I do the same. They come again, they come again. Kaki come out, Agbada begin. God come out, dictator regime. 
When they begin preaching sanity, yeah. God know it in their put side the tea. Yeah. We the chop when shagari they ring. Yeah. But now I know fish shagari again. Yeah. I dey walk my salary in a pen. Yeah. This guy thinks they dapa room my brain. Yeah. People tell me make a no complain. Yeah. People say make a maintain. Yeah. Election time I go campaign. Yeah. Then I go they stay for mountain. Yeah. Cause when I be the president. Yeah. Aso Rock will be my residence. Yeah, yeah. When they drop national kick, yeah, yeah. I say not the one with their mama pick. Yeah, yeah. If anybody else won't take, yeah, yeah. they go fix, they go fuck, they go rig. Yeah, yeah. You can only lick the icing, yeah, yeah. or do you want inflation rising? Yeah, yeah. If we chop the cake, not tracing, yeah, yeah. they go say, oh yeah, carry on, go crazy. Yeah, yeah. They come again, they come again. Yeah, yeah. They come again, they come again. Yeah, yeah. They come again, they come again. All of them are doing the same. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. See them come, see them come. Them talk, say, act on who they die. But MK Omont, people they cry. Everybody lean like toothpick. Now for real, no be film trick. The last scene, boss, make love. That one now for 18 on a ball. They carry as she go as a rock. Make him a JB go. Sonny gone, they do over skill. No, no, say not himself, he go give. They carry overdose and answer. Shy, death of the tyrants. Oh, what a national disgrace. I go tell CNN this case. We can't keep this mess to the press. If we talk, say, not cardiac arrest. We just a fool ourselves. Cause that one no put food for my shelf. Salami acting part, ego. Now in be past, hero. All hail Uncle Shagash. Yup, see better go shelle. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. But all of them are do the same. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. What to do, what to do? See them come, see them come. Action time for Senate House. Agbar yas the truth is about. Just left, right, and center. Nobody they come out, nobody go enter. Make I give the film character of Ninja before and after. When I begin call the names, we go begin to play one game. Now we go play one game, we go play one game. Which game? This game. Which game? That game. We go play one game, we go play one game. Which game? This game, which game? That game, make up the one game, make up the one game. Which game? This game, which game? That game, make up the one game, make up the one game. Which game? This game, which game? That game. Now, Zik, say you don't watch the film. Now I thought he had before. What about Morita? Lashe, you don't watch the film. Now I thought but then kill him for fame. What about Shakari? Say you don't watch the film. Now I thought but then chase him come out. What about IPP? Don't want the film. What about the data? You don't want the film. What about Bros. Yagesh? You don't watch the film. Part one and two. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. But all of them are doing the same. They come again, they come again. They come again, they come again. What to today, what to today, oh. See them come, see them come. They come again, they come again. 
Okay, so Sans Sultan drops this amazing body of work. Um, this is what back in 1999, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2000, And we like we've discussed Sans Sultan's videos were were pretty much, you know, different from what every other person was doing. Yeah, there was yeah, always yeah, yeah. storytelling to it. Like you said, you know, mixed with satire, some truth telling. And he sort of just built his career out from that. And you know, I mean, as time went on, introduced other genres, mm. so to say, like or, or other other story angles like love yeah, 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 yeah. you know and, and other things that I introduced but this was like this is like the core of of San Sultan mm. and you know what a what a what a journey and what a road to just take you know yeah. as an artist and, yeah. and stick to that you know stick to that kind of subject matter you know for for like what over a decade or, or close to two decades yeah. you know it's it's over it's very decades. very bold of him and you see a lot of artists who get so pressured that they kind of you know, start pandering to what other people are doing or what they feel the fans really like. I want to ask you guys, like, why don't artists, how many artists off the top of your head can you say is like San Sultan in 2021 right now and is sticking to that? Our social, our conscious of artists. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think it was, okay, that was 2015 when... Bonaboy then made a controversial statement then. That was the run-up to his sophomore. That was when, I think it was a Feda interview, and he was talking about, oh, no one does conscious music. I mean, it was like, where is this guy coming from? I mean, there are artists then. I mean, we had Orisha Femi. We had Sound Sultan. We had other artists from, I mean, from the Mute Belt. We even had Timaya. Timaya started out to the, as a conscious artist. Yep. I think the, the changes in the pop-centric nature of the industry now, because let's face it, you turn on your radio that if you still listen to, that if you still listen to radio, maybe on your way to work or yeah. something. But basically, you look at YouTube, for instance, or Spotify, the songs that are the top on the top of the charts all the songs that get played even at your clubs are basically songs that don't have a feel of anything politics. And, well, we could say censorship too because radio, there are certain songs that won't get played on radio. I mean, even a song that you could say was a passable, were just, were just passable lyrics as um, this guy, Rick Hassani's song, It got banned. So really, it's a case of these times, no re, uh, you know, it's when you are hungry for something or when you have a spiritual feel to music that some certain consciousness in that sense will be before you. But then when you just want to just make it, which is, is, is rightly and, and fair, I'm not trying to make a, make music oh, so that, you know, yeah, things are bad, countries hard. I mean, that's, 
that's not my focus. I'm trying to stay. I mean, this is a business for me. So I guess that's, and also who is going to back you? Who is going to, yeah, people are going to listen to you. Oh, say, yeah, yo, thumbs up. You're doing conscious music. But then who is going to pay for the music? I also think, you know, you mentioned, you know, Orisha Femi, right? Yeah. And you mentioned there was one, one other person. Timaya, Timaya started out with um, conscious music. Yeah, you mentioned Timaya. You know, two things. I mean, the, 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 the similar story there is they started out as, you know, hardcore conscious, yeah. but you get famous and you get popular and you kind of have to dilute it, right? Yeah. yeah that happened with Orisha Femi. Mm. I mean, for a long time, Orisha Femi was like the underground conscious artist, right? Mm. And, you know, you got famous and you have songs like, um, what's that record? Double Wahala. Double Wahala. You know, or like Timaya, who then switches up a bit from the hardcore conscious thing. Do you, Dennis, do you think when you become famous and, you know, you start making some money and you want to make more money, you have to switch it up? Uh, maybe. But I still think it's still like a, I, one of, like, I'll keep saying it. Artists are always like a function of, of also what's happening right now. What in 2000, the landscape or the the way you uh, young people think or thought then is different from the way young people think now. Then, like, I'm sure a lot of people were like, oh, there's hope on the horizon, whatever, whatever. And but now it's like, you know, there's no hope. Don't say that. Oh, okay, 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 no, no, no. Okay, it's not that like you know that there's no hope. What I'm saying is like, but I get your point. I yeah, get what you so mean. So now everybody's yeah. not like you know. There's there's it, an it, obstacle. It's, it's gloomy right knows, now. Yeah, everybody wants to jump over that obstacle, mm. which is exactly what artists represent these days now. Make I blue. Exactly. Mm. So when you now blue, you now become the aspirational symbol for people to to go. So it's not. So it's very few people that are actually in that place of oh, we are in solidarity with you, we are in the trenches with you. Yeah. The moment you make it out of those trenches, you become the symbol for those that are coming after you. So it becomes difficult. So um, if you bloat, like, yeah, a lot of people resonate with maybe, let me say, Nairamali, because not because it went through what they went through exactly, but it connects with them because, like, it's singing their, like, their current realities, but also they are projecting themselves onto him. So that's why the connection is there. So Mm. at this point in time, if you're an artist... Even if you want to be socially conscious, you for for the mass young people to connect with you, they have to feel like they're aspiring towards something towards. You think about any pop artist think about right now, from David Doe to Rema to Omali to anybody that is even young that just came up yesterday. That that's what Nigeria is now. Everybody's trying to everybody knows that you are, you are running against the wind. Those that now made it up there are what you're looking at. There's nobody standing by your side to run against that wind. Mm. So that's what it is. Interesting. Let's get back to Sun Sultan. I want to talk about Ninja Ninjas as a crew. Yeah. It was the first time we heard about Ninja Ninjas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baba D, Sun Sultan, Niori. They also yeah. signed a young lady called Niori. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, Niori was the person who heard about whiskey and introduced whiskey to Sagi. Yeah. Who I mean, from there you guys know the story. Yeah, mm. Osage Osarehoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not to be not to of be mistaken course. for me. Yeah, um, and there was also you know strongly affiliated Lambo the virus. Lambo the virus. And there was also later on W four. Yeah, that was before. Yeah. Uh, and as a click, you know they had they had a nice nice little run. So what I really liked was um, Young Gracie. Yeah, that was that was that was later. That was, was, was Nigerian Ninja two point zero. Yeah. They had before Nigerian Ninja two point zero. They had Excel. They had Excel. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, they had Excel, Excel. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, you know what a short run they had as you know uh, a crew, nothing too major, but yeah. it was a very nice backing. You know, um, I'm of the opinion that if you really want to break out as an artist, going solo is pretty difficult. But when yeah. you associate yourself with a crew, people can also kind of you know associate with that crew as well, right? Yeah, so yeah, you see, yeah. like Davido. The 30 BG, you know, or, or like Whiskey, the Star Boy, yeah. or you know, um, Burner Boy now has Outsiders, or Naira Malians, 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 and so Sound Sultan also had that kind of feel, you know, while LD had the Tribesmen, um, Two Face and Co, you know, Plantation Boys, everybody had their own crew, and I think it was essential for them to also have a crew, but it's also, you know, quite short lived. The, crew didn't get you know to make an album or yeah, really yeah. consolidate themselves you know mm -hmm. put out well really they made they made a mixtape that was 2.0 yeah, yeah, yeah they made a mixtape yeah, in yeah. 2012 but it wasn't well that was supposed to be the introduction of someone like Sean Tizu yeah who then rescinded on his contract yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah um let's go to the second album yeah hmm. the compulsory textbook a very nice continuation, right, of yeah. of his music and, you know, just his musical journey. But at this point, he started to introduce different elements of, you know, music. He started to delve into folk, folk, folk yeah. hip-hop, you know, R&B, R &B, reggae, you know. And it's just a potpourri of different kind of genres. And to me, I think Sound Sultan is his most... Will I say he's most... I think the course... Most vulnerable. Time, would you say most vulnerable? I think he's most vulnerable in his third album. Yeah. But I think this album, he... Like, this is the album where he's most eclectic because he can do, like, multiple... Yeah, multiple genres. He yeah. can just bounce around on multiple mm. songs. You know, he did very some very experimental songs as well. Um, but the standout song, of course... Yeah, from yeah. that album is, is area yeah, acoustic. Why, why why does the song have two names? Some think, some call it Motherland, right? I mean, even on the album, there's well, Motherland and Motherland. Yeah, yeah. As, I think I think on the album because Motherland on the album is more hippie. Yeah, Motherland has the breaks. Yeah, it has the breaks, right? but it's the funny enough. But then when they shot the video, yeah, it was it was Motherland that used the area acoustic. Um, beats yeah so i guess it's, and that was just like the guitar only right yeah just the guitar only yeah. so i guess that's kenny's music um maybe they found out maybe area wasn't or uh wasn't something to push or wasn't connecting yeah perhaps i don't know i mean i i think sometimes it still boils down to what people connect with so like when Matt Maxis came out, a lot of people calling Jaguar dances. No, but Mass. I mean, yeah. he literally wrote Jaguar dances on the album cover. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, it's not even called yes, Jaguar dances. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure maybe when Motherland came out and like they were pushing it, like it just became everybody area. say area because on the yeah. record he's saying and, area. I mean, um, um, rest in peace, Tosin Buckner. I remember then at area show in the morning, like a lot of the time she just plays area to start and she starts shouting area. So I think it's also that thing of. People connected with it, so yeah. it just became area, area, area. And um, at this time, Songs of Han had signed to Kenny's music. Yeah, this is what two thousand and four, four, three, yeah, two thousand and four. Kenny's music is like the one of the, the it, probably the hottest. One, yeah, they were the hottest. Okay, not no one of the nah. hottest. They were they actually were. the hottest. Yeah. They had you know the remedies. They had at this time two thousand and four. Idris was dropping Jagger, Jagger. You know they mm. had. 
Tony Tatuila on, I think, his third album. They had Eddie Remedy. They had so many artists. They had a roster. The roster was huge, you know, and it was a no-brainer to for San Sultan to actually join yeah. this humongous yeah. roster. Yeah. You know, big budget video. They'll give you everything. It was Kenny's music, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Keke and D1. And so the compulsory textbook dropped. Area took off. Area became bigger than the album. Yeah. I don't even In, think anybody remember the album anymore. I don't think so as well. Yeah. I think we're music nerds that just remember the album. I I, <laughs> I think people don't even know this album exists. Well, I, I guess because, you know, in Nigeria though, albums are not really a big thing anymore. Yeah. So it can just be that factor. Some people don't know that he had eight albums. Like, oh, yeah. when did he drop those? So I, I guess, yeah, I mean... With time, people just oh just pick the hit songs that oh we had this album and then the rest just forgets. There were three singles from this album, right? You had back in the days, which yeah. was I think the first single. That was back the first in, single. Yeah, that was back with in Lambo. the days came out before yeah. Area, right? Yeah, it came out before Area. It came out before Area. Then you had Area. Then you had, of course, the one that I hold dear to me, Campus Queen. Yeah, yeah because he had featured in the Campus Queen, Tunde Kilani. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had played like one of the social hit yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically played himself in the movie, <laughs> you know, and, and dropped that amazing, amazing song with LD and Face, produced by LD. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we'll get to it. Let's listen to Back in the Days real quick. Back in the days, they never used to come, but now when they see us, not to run, 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 follow we. Why? I don't know why. Maybe not because hey. they see us for TV. Why? I don't know why. Where you been there? Where no Always wanted to be the one the ladies are company. Oh boy, need to see the way the ladies were all dumping me. And I said, I'll be refuse all the bin. We're drunk in it. Ooh, then it yawned on me. What? This economy sucks. Baba God, even in rain, shine your sun on me. When I look for me, run a stranger at the seat in front of me. You know who? And I may be busy seen on me. Never hold it, fuck it dry. Very skinny, rugged guy. Kind of guy will tell the ladies hi. Then go say bye. But without a silver spoon, but I go get them soon. Right? No, they shout cool. Give me just a year or two, like is it? I go to school. One valley, I go show you proof. See me now. Even when you close your eyes, you go see me now. Why? Cause it's trying to imagine now. You go be to be me now. Hey, hey, hey. Just give me your Back in the days, they never used to come. But now when they see us, not to run, 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 follow we. Why? I don't know why. Maybe not because then they see us for TV. Why? I don't know why. Where you been there? Where no? Body in those days, when I be the worst, girls they say no, like Destiny's Child, when I don't know, all of them don't come back, they kneel down, they beg, sing it so time, please sign your name on my cake, Augustus give me show, shop my babe, now what they making a year, I they making a day, your babe don't notice, say my babe, pass yours, no one that she did wrong, come green up past yours, back in the days, they never used to come, never come, can they see your snap to run, 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 follow we, why, I don't know why, maybe not because they see us for TV, Nigeria to London. 
after the rain comes on, so we dey move on. On, 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 on. Let's see what I'm going to see there. You know the eagle has landed. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with you, mister? She yeah. gave me brain, you kissed her. I rock the mic so hard, I leave them all I have blisters. Now it's hot when I'm up in the mix, dropping the hits. I make opposition drop like temperatures after six. My mouth be the weapon for people hot stepping. I smash bones like second, leave your eyes back in the peck him. Got me better, check him. I drop venom every second. Lady shaking for me while I bend him. Back in the days, they never used to come. Try, but now try, when they see your shot, run, 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 follow me. Why? I don't know why. Would it not because then they see us for TV? Why? I don't know why. Where you been there when no wood is blowing? Why? I don't know why. I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Back in the days, they never used to come. But now you know they see us not to run, 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 follow me. Why? I don't know why. Would it not because then they see us for TV? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'd like to dedicate the award to uh, everybody we don't be part of this. So, Area becomes the biggest song. Very nice video, you know. Um, very touching record. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody watches it. Your dad likes it. Your mom likes it. Connects Definitely. with so many people yeah, who have yeah. traveled, you know, um, overseas and haven't come back in years. You know, very relatable lyrics. And yet again, he has another record, you know. First record, mathematics cuts across everybody. This record, but this record really touches people. And I think, you know, records like this inspired Darius' Pray For Me record, right? Mm. Very similar. Same kind of feel and same kind of setup. And he's playing a guitar on this record, you know? I think this album just shows a lot of versatility and area just caps it up with, you know, the storytelling. Yeah. Well, how do you guys feel about this album? Uh, I mean, I think this album, first major label album, or I mean second, but like Kenny's is definitely a couple steps above above Dove. Yeah. So uh, for him, he just wanted to do whatever I wanted. That it normally signing a major label constricts you, but for him, he just saw it as freedom for him to express himself even more. Like someone that's always valued freedom of expression, when I he valued it even more. So. He could do whatever I wanted. He could rap. I mean, he's so, rapping on back in the days. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he could do whatever I wanted. So that's what this record really stood out for. Like, although, like, there's, it's still carryover of themes that I was singing or writing about. And it's still, I mean, for the most part, like, if you think about it, the only, what really develops is obviously is the way he, he, he writes his melodies. But, like, the writing is still in that singer-songwriter f- um, fashion mixed with hip-hop. But like it just it just signifies what he, what he was trying to do at that point. That was like, oh, I'm free. I'm signed to a new record label, fine, but I'm free because I know that they are going to give it the push that it needs. So that's what I was trying to do with this album. Udo, when you first heard Area, what ran through your mind? Oh, 
Iria is actually my best sound sultan song ever. Hearing area was I don't know how to explain it because it's it's a cut it's a it's it cuts through the fabric of the Nigerian that is trying to leave will I say bad stories behind. Uh, it's an aspirational song, but then it's a song that's it's haunting because you listen to the lyrics. Oh, um, how does it start again? Um, uh, the first, the first, I'm trying to remember the first um, lyrics. Um, Chine do somebody borrow you a go. Make you go tra- travel, go to go Chicago. Remember, when I'm the selling car, uh, so you go go America. America. All the people where me they raise you, still they stay for face me and face you. Mm. From me say you know go fashy them. Every other month you go they tashi them. Then he moves to Hillary where you promise to marry. Still they wait for boy. She don't tarry. Then she see you inside ovation. Mm. I mean, this was the. Big moment because this is a song that it's more that culture that pop culture relevance it brings into being on the song because this is a song that you can relate with how oh because okay you've had them um, perhaps you've you've had cousins you've had uncles who oh have been lost uh, abroad or say not necessarily abroad though perhaps maybe oh they went to Lagos. And then they just forgot about home. Or then they came as a changed person. So this is a song that it's aspirational because everyone wants to live where you were, where you where the, the states that you grew up in or you were brought up in. But then it's a caution. Uh, that's a way to, I mean, uh, this thing is not all rosy. Mm. I mean, and then he's playing it folk style mm. so it's like if he didn't play it folk style it wouldn't have captured it's just like listening to tales by moonlight when you're listening to tales by moonlight or any folk sing, singer maybe um Shodipo or any other all those folk singers then the way they so it's like it's bringing proverbs into reality and this is like Man, I love this song, but man, this song is scary. <laughs> it's so it's so much, um, you know. Uh, there's so much truth in the record, right? Mm, and yeah. it's just reality, you know. You you've traveled. You haven't. Don't forget, you've left people back at home once in a while. Try and come back. If you're not coming back, try and send money. Don't just leave and go. Mm. There are people that you left to, and I'm sure everybody, you know, has that one person in their family. Or you know one uncle or one cousin that traveled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like now where you have WhatsApp call and video calls, right? Mm, yeah. I, I remember trying to call, you know, my mom trying to speak to her brother, right? My uncles. And we, you know, this we grew up in Lagos. You had to go to Ikeja, Nightel office. Yeah. yeah. And it was like 1,500 naira for three minutes, you know, and you would talk for three minutes. <laughs> once in a month or something, oh. you know, because calling the home line, 
they might not even call the home line. You can't even call out. You're yeah. going to burn your... You know, there were not even international calls. You had to go yeah, to yeah. Nitel, you know, yeah. and queue and wait and call the person. And you can't even pre-inform the person, right? Because... There's no way to do that. <laughs> There's no way you have to call to pre-inform the person. So you're hoping the person is also by the phone, right? And the person is not holding a cell phone. It's also a landline. landline yeah. Yeah. So you're either leaving a voicemail or, you know, you're lucky enough to actually meet the person and you're talking and maybe the person's mom is ill and, you know, he can't speak to, you know, so many emotions in the record. And that's why our parents kind of connected to it even more than... No, we did. Even more than we did, you know. Um, Paul is looking at me. I can't understand. I have an answer. When were you born, Paul? 99. So, you can't get two years later, there was GSM. She can't, she can't relate. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why that song really, really resonates uh, with me. And I also, I mean, this is one thing that people don't really think about when it comes to that song. is the fact that there are two sides to it. Like, he's singing, to, he's singing about one person. But the other people at the back of, like, this thing are really important. Because... You promised to marry somebody. The person is sitting are waiting for you and like, yeah. what's happening? Or the guy who sold his car. Yeah, the guy yeah. that sold his car is for walking you. around. So that's why like, in my, like the primary target is this, like he's facing that person. Yeah. But like those behind, like there's so many he's characters. From, yeah, he's singing fr- from their own point of view. Yeah. It might be like, he, okay, he's the conduit. But at the same time, like their stories are also important. Hmm. So. Let's listen to area, the acoustic version. Yeah. Sound so tan and Janinja. Kenis, you know what they do. Um, this one, all my brothers, we don't go outside Nigeria. We don't jack more for Nigeria. Always try to look back because no place like home, you know what I mean? So, Obama, tell me, see, I do that be there and I true, man. Check this out. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I do that be no matter where you go, make you not forget area, oh, area, oh. Na na inja, ti o de ba ti le ba da wale, oh, wale, oh. How I wish, say, I fit reach you anywhere you day, you day, far away. One no say make you the bonaria, oh. Motherland, yo. Chine do somebody borrow you way go. Make you che travel go Chicago. Remember, Nam the selling car. So you go go America. All these people, women, they raise you. Still they stay for face me, I face you. Promise, say you no go fashy them. Every other month you go, they tashy them. Hillary, where you been promised to marry? Still they wait, oh boy, she don't tarry. When she see you now inside ovation, you marry only both from another nation. Use Mago Mago Keto. Now your only boy wife don't know. Next thing you know, she don't go report you. Waiting, you know, they don't report you. I wish, say, I feel to reach you anywhere you day. You day. One no say make you the bonaria, oh, motherland, yo. I do that believe. No matter where you go, make you not forget area, oh, area, oh, oh, na na inja. T 
ti o di batile pada wale o you been saying now one year it can't turn to two years you don't go for seven years but you deserve eleven years even when your papa buy plus the tears your mama cry buy your for chicago then they miss you for coco beyond you for canada your mama still they wonder Igbawoloto ma pada o remember for Nigeria you get yawo kuda bile kuda bile kuda bile kuda bile kuda bile ajuma da bile o how i wish say i feel rich you anywhere you day brother man you day That's one no same make you the bonaria oh motherland yo you say you go call everybody wait time for your call you tell why you go like so from germany to carry coco enter yankee but then coco boss for your belly rest in peace you fly away Come one day if one day your feet come back yo your papa land you I understand say you day so far away long long way from home long long way from home you got a long long way from home a long long way from your papa land No matter where you go, make you not forget area. Area before you enter that place. Sound so tired, Nigeria. We doing it. All my brothers in the west, all my brothers in the east. Not south, you know we're doing it, and all these people here they rule us. Make I try make Nigeria sweet so that people go on to come back home. Respect Kenny's music, peace out, Chiggy. Now we're doing it, Kenny said. Come out. record then yeah. i want to talk about the third single from this album campus queen yeah yeah so sounds of time features in tunde kilani's campus queen you know who remembers the movie i don't vaguely and i need to go and watch it you said it's on youtube right yeah it's on tunde kilani's youtube page okay i'm going to watch campus queen tonight and and you know um sounds of time played you know one of the students on campus um pretty interesting story as a movie i'm guessing they were cultists in the movie you're not going to have a campus queen movie without cultists right yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically students unionism student journalism yeah all weaved into it fantastic movie by the way yeah. and you know the soundtrack from the movie was called campus queen features ld and phase and you know ld did this thing you know ah, come on ld did this thing and i think in my opinion in my humble opinion i think this is phase's best vocal performance mm. i stand to be corrected 
I mean, I won't argue with you. Yeah, I won't. I, won't I, I mean, I won't say it's best absolute, but like yeah. I won't argue with you. Because okay, okay. It's all, I mean, it's let's all let's argue it. Which which other vocal performance kills this performance? Let's go. Uh-huh. That I mean, don't I mean, don't put me on the spot. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be one of his best. Let's leave it as one of his best. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I really, really just love the song, and he had a very nice, cute video. Yeah. LD had relocated or traveled by this time so he couldn't make yeah. it into the video yeah. Sound Sultan obviously was in the video Faze was in the video um, let's just listen to Campus real quick baby anytime I see your face my blood go just a boil my heart go they skip like CD with spoil she too sad no be for lie while I tell lie my guy if she say hi at this spot she be the only girl I want boys they look for campus they look for road we no care if not to jam us my guy I use focus fashion my own course enter a faculty they push you around the campus even if na cheese, you go say, Babe, my girl, I beg, you go make my day. Since first semester, I did process to process her. But leave her, they feel me anytime. I won't address her. Uh-uh. Even if I call, she no go answer. Nothing way I never do to try impress her. If built in a crime, police go quick arrest her. The girl said to cheat, campus queen, who won't contest her? I'll be a 
also Tan, after his second album, fully established as an artist. But one interesting thing is across, you know, like if you look at his career, spanned what close to two decades, right? Yeah. yeah. He's never really been considered an A-list artist. He's always just stayed in that B zone, C zone, C zone, B zone, and and I think that's what you know is the biggest attribute in terms of his longevity. Yeah, yeah. How he's able to always just stay in the courts and really not care about being the biggest superstar in mm-hmm. Nigeria. Yeah, and I think I can pull another artist on that same wavelength, someone like Banky W. Mm. I really don't need to be the A-list artist. As a matter of fact, if I am the A-list artist. You know, and that's the ceiling. There's only one place to go, which is down. Yeah. How do you think that has... Do you think that was a conscious effort for him? Or do you think he never just became an A-list artist because he couldn't? Um, I think... I don't think it was conscious. But at the same time, I don't think it was... Because no matter how much you want to... At the end of the day, you you kind of get what you bargain for a lot of the time. Um, for Sound Sultan, he just made the music he wanted to make. I made the moves he wanted to make. I don't think there was any point in his in his time where it was like Sunstar was angling for an A-list or whatever. He only did what he could do. And not that I let the chips fall where they may, because that really works. But at the same time, he sort of did what he wanted to do and he achieved what he set out to achieve at every point in time that he did. And I think that's saying more than a lot of people that wanted to shoot so high. And I don't Sunstar was all a carous. He knew like what he wanted to achieve. That's that's the hallmark of so many great artists. When you achieve what you set out to do repeatedly, not just once, not twice, not three times, like repeatedly, back to back. That's 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 a form of greatness in his own. And he was comfortable with that. Udo, you talked about him always being there for other artists, raising other artists, right? We talked mm-hmm. about, you know, um him discovering or like grooming Neola. Yeah. Um Please grooming in in the right way, please. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, musically. Or, yeah, musically, or discovering Kel and introducing Kel to Terry the Rapman, who then introduces Kel to Kel and Peters, and you know she signed from there. Yeah, he's been and and Sheishi as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? When she was in London. Yeah, so he's 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 always been that guy that has proven to be selfless, you know, and taking so much on. Yeah, and I feel like if he really just focused on himself, he would have even been a a, a much more bigger artist, mm-hmm. but you know, always having like younger artists to 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 coach was one of his biggest um, attributes as an artist. Yeah, and and that's why even with his passing, you can see like everybody. I don't think there's ever been any negative story about San Sultan, you know, or anybody that has come out to say San Sultan did them dirty. And I think for you to be in the game for 20 years yeah. and there's never one big controversy, mm. you know, it tells a lot about an artist's career. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that's something that is, is important to sound Sultan's career in Nigeria because thing is, at a point in your career as an artist, your relevance will start dropping. And how then do you stay relevant? Because the way to stay relevant, of course, being a record label exec or mentoring new artists is one way. Because it shows that from the years that you have gotten, you are putting these years in artists. And for one, also there is a side of he was also a fantastic songwriter. 
for other artists. So I, I, I don't think it was planned that, no artist plans it that, oh, I don't want to be the biggest artist. But I guess there are factors that we may try to explain. For instance, you know, Sound Sultan was more, because as a, with his personality, people that have that kind of personality in a, in a wild, wild west of the music industry, uh, there are things that he would have perhaps hopped on to push his career forward, but then he was bringing young ones and then also family because family kind of um, regulates your decisions. So I guess we should look at it from the point of view of he being relevant because it's not so much about his longevity in the music industry. There are artists that have been in the music industry for 20 years. And after 2004, 2005, we really don't care about their music. Yeah, we know that every year they come out, they give an interview, they say, oh, I'm dropping an album. No one cares. Mm. But for a sound sultan, we care. Mm. I mean, he had all through his lifespan, he had hits or maybe not your mega hits, but he had songs that... Got played on radio. Got played at parties. Songs are God's played at social events. So, of course, that's that relevance across different changes in the music industry. I mean, it just speaks to how, how, how important he is to, to the industry. So he drops his third album, still under Kenny's music. This is the third and final album. Under Kenny's, I mean, second and final album under Kenny's music. Yep. Niger 07. This, to me, in my humble opinion, again, this is my favorite Sounds uh, of Body of Work. Yep. Um, interestingly, I think it's the least known. Yeah, least known yeah, album. A, least known album, Niger 07, but has some really good songs Animal Farm, Champion, uh, The Way It Be featuring Mode 9, and Somewhere so in, your, your in Your Heart with W4. Yeah. I think we should just play somewhere in your heart. So that's, that's R&B. That's Sounds R&B. Sounds like in his R&B bag. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do that.
yourself no trial. <laughs> I want to talk about San Sultan being a pioneer when it comes to international collaborations. All right, before you had the big boys, you know, the big whiskeys and drinks, the David Doe and Nicki Minaj, the Burner Boys and uh co-play you know and 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 you know the tiwa savages and uh what's the name of that young man omarion no she had Omar- yeah she had omarion then she had she had co-play too she had um what's the name of the guy sam smith sam smith sam smith yeah you know, there's this theory that sam smith is adele but every time Adele drops Sam Smith is nowhere and every time Sam Smith drops Adele is nowhere (laughs) anyway it's not it's not it's not it's not in our place to debate that Um, but yeah before all those collaborations there was Sam Sultan and Wyclef Jean Wyclef Jean is like I mean in the early 2000s, even the mid 2000s, Wackley Jean is the shit, right? Come yeah. on. You know, he drops Masquerade. Mm-hmm. The album is like everywhere. He yeah. drops Eclectic. You know, come on. And for him to then collaborate with Sound Sultan, who was who engineered the collaboration apparently yep. when Wycliffe mm-hmm. came to came Nigeria. To yeah. And uh, which show was that? Was that in Nigerian Beer Show? Was it Star Mega Jam? It should be Star Mega Jam. Yeah. It, it I think was so. that. Um, yeah, bringing artists then. Yeah. So it was Star Mega Jam. And, you know, it kind of connected with. Um, with with Sound Sultan, who then did the connection with the Plantation Boys, yeah. Yeah. Two Face and and Face and, and Face at the yeah. time, and they recorded, you know, um, Proud to be Proud African, African. off the Welcome to Haiti album, yeah, yeah Creole. And Creole. you know, I, I I think this thing didn't blow out of proportion because first of all, there was no video, yeah, mm. yeah, and the song wasn't a single, and also the Welcome to Haiti album wasn't. Like the biggest yeah, White Love Jean big, yeah, 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 album. Yeah. I think the biggest White Love Jean albums then was Eclectic and Mastery, yeah. Mastery yeah, in, in, in Nigeria, you know. But nevertheless, man, you know, you're on a White Love Jean album. I think that's like a fucking big deal. Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, back then. Um, which other collaborations had happened back then? Not much. I can't say that, not much. Yeah, not much. Foreign co- collaborations then? Yeah. Those, those were rare, like really, really rare. Yeah. It was really I'm not sure. Really rare. Because this is what, 2005? Five, five, six. This was 2005. No, I think it was further than the line a bit. Proud to be African. It's, oh, yeah. So 2004, Welcome to Haiti, uh, Creole 101. Yeah. And I mean, in 2004, you're getting a feature on Wycliffe Jean's album. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, a big, it's a big deal, fam. Yeah, it's a big, big deal. deal. I mean, it was only five years later that Two Face got R. Kelly on an album. Mm. Yeah. Only five years later, or seven years later, that controversially got our Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so you have to give it some sort of time. Who did that that connection? And they went on to actually do more songs. Yeah, so they, they did, were really um, good friends. Yeah, they were good really friends. Really good friends. They did yeah. two more songs after King that. of My Country remix. Yeah. People, people, bad. And remix. people, bad. People, bad. People remix. Bad. You know, let let's listen to Proud to Be African. Yeah. I'll never forget. Yeah. Always say when I come to Africa. I'm so proud to be African. So proud. I'm so proud to 
Let's talk about SS4, Sound Sultan's fourth album. Mm. I think, like you said, no, like like Danny said in his Native Mag article, right? SS4 and 2010 are the most prominent um, Sound Sultan albums. Back, I think this back is... Back when, to the Future. Back to the future. Yeah, Back to the Future. And yeah. I think this is when he kind of just... The production changed. Mm. I think, you know, the quality of the music also changed, yeah. Yeah. right? So if people go back and listen to the first album... Um, the first on the first three albums, right? Yeah. The production is a bit different. You know, that era, there was not a lot of emphasis on production. It was more on like what you were saying and how you were saying it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Melodies. but like from SS4, 
um, things started changing. And SS4 was in 2008. So Nigeria 007 can somehow, and I hate to say this, but somehow be considered like a commercial flop mm. um, because it didn't just do yeah, very, yeah, well. Yeah, very well. Uh, the lead single champion didn't have a really great video. Yeah. Um, Someone in my heart was great, but came too late. Mm. And so I think the next year he was just like, I'm just going to do another album the next year, yeah. you yeah. know? And so just the following year, he releases SS4. Basically, it's a play on senior secondary school, school. one, yeah. two, three. Yeah. So he's done three albums and it's his mm. fourth album. And so they're just saying SS4. So it, the album even starts with a very with funny, funny skit. I, I actually think skit. that skit yeah. influenced the um, MI. MI skits on MI2. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the best skit ever. You think it's the best skit ever? Personally. Yeah. <laughs> best skit ever. Larry Passas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean. Just like that era of uh, Laura Hill's nah, uh, intro. <laughs> of that I mean, we, we have to listen to the skit now. She says <laughs> the best skit ever. The skit actually features Kofi. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. yeah. Bye, Bekoya. Presenza. Shunji Duro Jagba. Presenza. No oh, stupid system. No, Sickle no, sense. I've been shy somebody. Which SS? Sound Sultan first. Eh? SS4. Sound Sultan. He graduated to SS4 without my permission. Yes, you sir. will meet me there. He will meet me there. Sound uh, uh, Sultan. You will meet me there. He wore SS4. You will meet me there. Okay. We are there. This kid. It's a really, really funny skit. And of course, the biggest song, the, the big single from this album is Ole, you know, Bushmeat, Bush, yeah. which again, Sal Sultan just returns to his roots. Hey, I'm even thinking about something now, right? Apart from The Way B, which was like a big song, which was like the social political song, right? Yeah. Nigeria 07 is like really commercial. Yeah, it is. And so it kind of like deviated from what we've always known him to do. Yeah. And this kind of brings him back mm. there, right? Uh-huh. So songs like King of My Country, um, Okonwolo Day, and, and Bushmeet are just back to... Yeah, um, I yeah. Those are the I think the top al- songs uh, the album. I mean, I think the album just brings him back because, I mean, we can talk about Sunstar being socially conscious, but like what he really made was um, reality music. Yeah. And that's what SS4 was. Like, it was graduating back to himself, honestly. Wait, do you then think, okay, this is me going into, like, a rabbit hole. Mm. Do you then think that skit is basically <laughs> Kenny's music? <laughs> <laughs> Saying, where are all my artists? Nah. Oh, where's 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 Sam Sultan? Oh, he's left are, the label. All of them have graduated. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's left the label, and he's on his own again. Uh, I think, I, okay, this I is mean, me just... I think we established, like, off my dad. Um, Keke is Thanos, so I'm not yet to offend him, so I'm keeping it quiet. All right, okay, okay. Let's just listen to Bushmeet featuring uh, Two Faced DB, and when we're back, we can break it up. Attention, all brothers, this is a Ninja Ninja and I protect collaboration. I
people maintain Nintendo. I don't try to they explain. explain. The king will never drop, say they complain. No, what a light in a yawa. Everywhere just like in no power. No power. Only power not the one way them get you. And if you stay oppressed, so my people for the ghetto. partnership with Sans Sultan, anytime they come together to make a record, it's always fantastic. And on Bushmeat, you could just feel it, right? Mm. Of course, like we said, Sans Sultan is back to his roots, social, political, conscious records. 
Well, how do they say it? So social co- political conscious record, but make it make it a club banger as well. Yeah. And I think it was like high pitched, you know, um high tempo, two faces on the record, W4 is on the record, the video is fantastic, everything just works together and becomes one of his biggest, biggest singles that he performs till this very day. Yeah. What do you think drove Sultan back to his roots on this album? Hmm. Well, it's it's hard to say, but it seems the commercial failure of 007 actually drove him back to his roots because you listen to 007, it just seemed like, oh, yeah, you're now on the biggest label in, in the country. You got hits, and now to... To build on on those hits that you got, you drop an album, but then the album just didn't it didn't go anyway. So it just seems like, oh well, let me just do what I, I I'm comfortable with. So it just seems like, oh okay, yeah, it did what it was comfortable with, and yeah, boom, it was uh, it got back to where it was before. I guess it was just that whole. And for one, we really don't know the relationship of how the whole. Um, Kenny's, leaving Kenny's after just two albums, the abrupt, I mean, nature of the whole thing. Perhaps it was just that, oh, he was in a place of, he needed that creative spark. Yeah. And then he needed to just get back to what he was way comfortable with. I mean, you know, again, listening to this album, it's um, the production stood out, yep. you know, compared to the first three albums since yep. 2008, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 2008 is the same year MI drops, Talk About It, NATO C drops, You Know My P, mm-hmm. um, Rooftop MCs drop, The Minority Report, Gongwaso drops, Olumentina dropped the year before, yeah. Phase had dropped the year before, like everybody's produced, the more hits, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. A, um, a, year you know a year before. So you always have to step up your game mm-hmm. and you could hear it in the production that the band dropped this year. Yeah. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. Yeah. I think 2008 is pretty good year for music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good year for yeah. pop. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good year for pop music. And you could tell that, you know, the production on his, on this album improved, you know, massively compared to the other albums. And I think that's what kind of added to it. Generally just thinking, right. I don't even think Sound Sultan is like an album artist. Even though he was dropping like these really good albums, mm. he just had like really strong singles and he just needed like two or three strong singles to push any album. Mm. And I think like through the lens of the average music consumer in Nigeria, I don't think they looked at Sound Sultan as an album artist, but more of like a singles artist, you know? Mm. Quite different from like a Two-Face where people will tell you, oh, have you listened to Two-Face album? When you talk about Sound Sultan, yeah. they just say, oh, oh man, Singles, this yeah. song or that song or this video. And people really didn't dwell on the albums. Mm. Do you guys share yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, it still goes back to him achieving what he wanted to achieve. And if you think about it, most of his big singles are songs that, like, it's not like he's pandering or he's trying to create a sound of the times. He's still making the music he wants to make. So either way, I mean, obviously, that'd be better if people pay attention to the albums. But at the same time, it was making an impact with those singles. Not too many artists are going to lead their fourth album with the sociopolitical song. Mm. Not too many artists are going to do that. Especially, like you said, coming off an album that didn't do too well. You don't, like, fine, it was confidence going back to that. 
but you can't just like there are countless examples of artists going back to themselves. But even if you go back into yourself, coming back with a song that is not necessarily like a feel good song around the time where Nigerian pop was was getting uh, glossy, hmm. that's something that not everybody does. So I still it still it still goes back to him doing what he wanted to do at every point in time. Fine, not too many people might have caught on the way he should have, but he did enough to leave him like as as a legend, basically. And there was also King of My Country. That was a really good record. Yep. Yeah. Also introduced a, a, um, a little known kill at yeah. the time yeah. who then got signed to Capital and dropped the investment yeah. album. Um, I really like the song as well. And, you know, to compare that song to Area, you know, it's it's like the polar opposite, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like the king of my country, no matter like, you know, how they describe my country as, mm-hmm. or, you know, I need to travel to become who I am. Yeah. When I'm here, yeah. I, I, I know who I am and I'm sure of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the song had a really cool video. Can you guys remember the video? No, not really. Uh, I can no. only remember the one with um, Wyclef. I can't yeah. remember the original. How was the, the video with Wyclef? I can't remember. Uh, the video with Wyclef, I think it was from he coming from the airports and then they were in oh, his hotel room. Yeah. yeah. Let's listen to King of My Country featuring Kel. Hey! Identification, a green passport. Feels like Ile, but not really. You don't get the gingo down for Orile, but not Ile. I'm more than Kule. Dating like a wooded down for my Ile. King like me, so both get excess amount of freedom. Get anything I want to get. Because I'm a king of my kingdom. See, I'm a king where I come from. Oh, I come, mommy, come on, mommy, mommy. I got the plenty land back home. But now we have the plenty where we they stay, uh, everything feels like the light of day, uh, night and day, also for pay, fight and play, now the same we say, Nigeria na ho, na ho, na ho for the black man, we say Nigeria na troll, I'm on a troll, yo, troll for the black king, I prefer to live like the lion in the jungle, and to stay like the dog in the city, I prefer to live like the lion in the jungle, and to stay like the dog in the city. The only American that come to Nigeria with the Caribbean swagger. I got the crowd screaming, Bob, yo, I'm the kitty kitty kitty. Kitty kitty kitty. Hey, hey, yo, I'm the kitty kitty kitty. Kitty kitty kitty. Kitty kitty kitty. Yeah. Hey yo, I walk like a king, I talk like a king My knights, they're ready to fight and defend the king And that's my queen, don't disrespect Oh, comes the guillotine and that goes in that You take my kingdom You must be smoking crack You got a better chance But you're the real Cause if I never was a king, I'll come back to iron shoot myself nine times, get rich or die trying. I'm lying. Suicide is for cowards. I was born a king. I'ma die with my honor. 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 I was born a king. I'ma die with my honor. Oh, the ain't over Nigerian, hey yo, they ready for the Jesus Christ? We ready for the Capitol? 
2010. Udo says it's um, Back to the Future is Sound Sultan's best album. I have to agree with him. I think this is actually his best album. Sonically, the production is amazing. The writing is amazing. Composition is amazing. I think he got the features right as well. Yeah. Everything really just sounds, you know, sounds really good on the album. Mm. It's two years after his fourth album. He's taking enough time to write, you know, just put everything together and drop a really good album. The visuals of the album is really good. Yeah. I remember the 2010 video. 2010 video was Clarence Peters. It was a Clarence, really good Clarence Peters video. Very Good Bad Guys was also a Clarence Peters yeah. video. Um, then he had the High Life jam, Horrible. Featuring Excel. And had Rainy Days, which also had a video, which I personally... Rainy Days... Rain, Rainy Days was, was on... It was on... Um, it was on the compulsory technique. Comp- compulsory... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no it was on his third album. No. Rainy Days one. was on... It's on compulsory textbook. It features Raz Mike. Oh yes, yes, it was second. a compor- yeah the second album. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it features Ras Mike, but yeah, yeah, it featured Ras Mike. Yeah, but the production second. was updated yeah. on this one. On the on this one, yeah. that's it's also an interesting thing. Um, Sound Sultan always did right. He mm. always took records from his previous album and yeah. kind of just put it put it uh, yeah. either a remix or he shoots a video years after. Yeah, like what he did with Hello Bali. Hello Bali, yeah, he did that. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. actually, like six years later. Hello Bali. He wrote Hello Ballet in 2001. Wow. But Whoa. then he didn't release it until 2010. Wow. And then he didn't release it as a single until 2016. Yeah. You know what that tells me? That tells me that this guy is just creating evergreen music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the difference between your second album and your fifth album, right? Yeah. Is what? It's like six years. This was yeah. this was eight years. Eight. Yeah. It or like eight, nine. Yeah. Second yeah. album was two thousand and four. Four. Okay, yeah. yeah. Six years. Okay. And, six, yeah. Six and years. six years. And six, six years. years later, you take a song that was released six years ago and just you know work on production and the same record and boom, it still mm-hmm. sounds really great. I think it got Cobams to do Rainy Days. Oh really? Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. It was Cobams that did Rainy Days. Fantastic. Do we start with rainy days? Do we start with 2010 light up? Do we start with what do we start with? Tell me, guys. I don't know. Uh, I'm too excited. <laughs> I like one. I'm biased towards one. Which one? One. One. With one. Two face. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear one with two face. Yesterday was today. Soon tomorrow will be yesterday. Until then. So promise a brighter day Through all the struggle Through all the pain Through all the things that drive a man insane We speak together We will stand tall I will be there to catch you where you fall Will our dreams come alive Like the rainbow in every color of light Really matter the situation that you face. Your tribe, your color, all your race. You and me, we have a bridge to cross. Hand in hand, we'll make it to the shores. The bond we share is beyond. 
Tell us why is this your favorite Sound Sultan album? What makes it your favorite Sound Sultan album? The songwriting and production. Because you look at a record like One, for instance, the songwriting on One or the songwriting on 2010. Okay. You look at the album, it's a combination of the songwriting and production. For songwriting, I will I consider one the best written song by Sound Sultan and perhaps maybe top three or top five for Two Face. 
then you have 2010. I mean, these were records that you take them line by line, verse by verse. It's difficult to fault the pen game of both artists. And then you see production. Production of a song like Hello Bali by Kobams. You see production of Very Good Bad Guy. So looking at these records and the album, it was a more compact album. And to me, this is actually a phase of the rebirth of Sound Sultan. Because, you know, at the, the bonus track on the album, I think that's track 15, oh, Sound Sultan comes out, oh, this is the rebirth, that um, Fashi Yesterday featuring Lambo and Shein. Yeah. So it's a case of there was a change in Sound Sultan's career as an artist at this point. So this is the height of all the evolution of Sound Sultan. So I consider that rebirth period his peak. So I, I mean, it's hard to, this album was nominated for Hedy's album of the year. Yeah. So it's hard to floor the composition of the, um, yeah, composition of this album. Dennis, 2010 Light Up featuring MI. Yep. Such an amazing record. Yeah. Right. Also piggybacks of the whole campaign around Light Up Niger yep. that was going on social media at the time. Um, on Facebook and Twitter, you know, and was heavily driven by, you know, a lot of uh, um, celebrities and, you know, personalities. And he kind of just played on that Light Up Niger and, you know, did the whole song. But the song basically captures more than, you know, the epileptic power issue we had in the country and really just touches on, again, typical Sans Sultan, social political, you know, uh, commentary, and then circles it around Power, which yeah. is which has been the most inconsistent thing, Niger. which has been the most consistent, inconsistent, <laughs> inconsistent thing, you know, mm. and, and 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 I think it's brilliant to actually pick on that because that has been an underlying problem we've had. If problems have come and go, whether it has been military dictatorship or democracy, there's ever never been steady power, yeah. and it just picks on that and rides on that, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's brilliant written song, brilliantly written song. Yep. And, yeah. you know, to put an MI on that song in 2010, I think no other person would have done justice on that record. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I can't, I'm not sure. Something that I've, I vaguely recall. There was this whole campaign by the federal government then talking about like, we have lights by so and so time. And I think 2010 was supposed to be like a stopgap. In, to check the progress. Yeah, 2010 was the was the first 2020. Yeah, yeah basically. The first 2020. Was the vision 2010 before So that gap. So that sort of affected things. And also, you have to look at like the political landscape then. Um, the president had passed away a year before. That paved the way for Good Luck Jonathan to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember vividly then when Gulag came in, he came in with this essence of, oh, we have somebody that might change things. But it didn't take too long for everything just on just on political. So it's just like we have we we have someone that was coming that was bringing in hope, but now you are bickering among yourself. So that I feel like all of that played into this song to make it what it is, to make it so potent. Because you wake up every day, you what is wake up? Every moment you blink your eyes, you don't know if you have power or not. And that's like a defining part of your life as a Nigerian, which is really, really... That's why when it says everybody bring out your past my neighbor, that's when we're buying like generators because 
if you don't have a generator, you'll be hearing the sound of your, your neighbor's generator and like the fumes as well. Mm. So it was like a case of you needed to have power. Power was like, it's basic. It's like the most basic thing that everybody needs in their life. And Nigeria cannot just offer you that little thing. So that's why the record was so potent. And like you said, MI's verse for me to today is still one of his verses. Like it's not necessarily his best written verse. But from a standpoint of like perspective, like he had the perspective to write from the point of aggravation from the youth. Like it wasn't necessarily about the rule of Nigeria. Like we are young. What, like he said, there's no light. How are you going to show us our future? Like if there's no light, where are we going to? Where's the, where's the forward motion? Like we're just stuck in the same place. I'll be singing about this since for, 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 since we're young. People, our, our parents are complaining about it. Now it's our tongues complaining about it. Mm. So like that's what makes the record so potent. And, like you said, um, this album represents a rebirth. But I, I mean, a rebirth is a good word for it. But for me, it just feels like what he didn't do with 07, he did, he did with this. He had already fallen back into himself with SS4. But this was him being confident enough to say, okay, I found my rhythm. And when artists find their rhythm, you know. Let me, it, give, let me give this commercial thing one more shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah. it was commercial, but like, he knew he had found it. Like, Burner Boy, like, immediately Burner Boy dropped outside. He knew he had found his rhythm. It's like, when artists find their rhythm, he didn't know immediately. Yeah. So he knew he had found his rhythm, and that's what this album... And because, like you said, the song starts writing is always good. But this time around, every line just has... It just crackles. Even Rain that was released years ago, it just feels very different within the context of this album. Like, I mean... That was one of my personal favorites. And I think one of the reasons why is because that was, like, I already wrote, that was the year I was trying to get to university or, like, I was planning to, like, university and all that shit. And I did get into university. And when you get to university, you meet people from everywhere. Yeah. You meet people that are far richer than you, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, my parents are civil servants, so, like, which money, which money do you want to see? But, like, you will see people that... And anytime I felt oppressed... That song always plays my mind because my Rainy like days. yeah it plays in my mind because there's it was like um there was there's one line like you know someone is richer than you but you are playing catch up what's yeah. the, why are you playing catch up like be comfortable with yourself because that's where you are right now it doesn't mean that that's where you're going to be forever yeah. and that's one of the reasons why so and he sang it years ago but now it just feels newer to somebody that that wasn't it's just to listening the, to yeah, it. exactly yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so we're going to do this. We're going to play 2010 Light Up. And because you mentioned rainy days, we just do it back to back. All right. This is the first back to back, and Dennis calls this guy. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> when we ask our government, yo, when them go give us light, and say now 2010, yeah. we don't know when 2010 since then, but now we're waiting for them. Because 2010. Show my people them to the promised land. Burn them and notice something. Hey. People will try and don't they on the ground. I see them, I jack, look them from far. Me, I get this government people. Rise up, Ninja, raise your hands far. Tell them you are tired of the evil. Hey, don't they when fella don't go. Don't care when fella don't know. Say the leaders are at a dido. Choose the devs like many many more. Put them on tumbo, pass it, kelebe. See them eyes like a shark, kelebe. See they begin, they come out, kelebe. Woman begin, they rush, kelebe. 
Lighters up, they can't fight us down. Light up Niger this 2010. I want to be like Moses. Show my people them to the promised land.
to impress with him best friend Moro. Moro and boss, you fall and daddy call me, yo. Jump at the car, cause you use a me for me, yo. my opinion this is the greatest song sultan record i just got really emotional i feel like crying right now. <laughs> such a beautiful record very beautiful all right let's move on guys let's talk about san sultan's features every time you put san sultan on a record he might just kill he, he he's just going to kill the record from chidima's jankoliko to two faces enter the place yep, what yep. are your favorite san sultan features if you can remember any right now um i, I mean my go-to usually usually am i human being like is is not singing the hook or anything it just comes in and he has this amazing coda where like he just feels like he's singing from from the heavens from the <laughs> heavens and he's shouting out you like you are a human being but like you have a purpose mm. so like that's that's one of the things i associate to him like he always has like these timely messages and he has a way to make himself like very very important like not important on the record just make himself an integral part of the record without being like the sort of um even like what well, this song suspects um where he had like everybody rapping yeah and like I this, and, and songs of that sort of like with the very funny verse yeah. where it's like he's having fun but everybody comes on with like the aggressive stuff yeah. but like, you can tell he's just having fun because he loves making music yeah so yeah what about you well mine would be kama aruqui hmm. Featuring oh. Sound Sultan and uh, and Sean Tizu. This was on their mixtape. 
But there is just something. I think this is actually the hardest beat sound Sultan had flown on. I mean, this was it was produced by Prodizy. Prodi. The rapping, this wordplay, it was just oh yeah. If you guys thought I couldn't rap, I mean, this is me. I've been rapping before, and not just rapping. This was sound Sultan. So I actually consider this my favorite feature. Then let's see. Two face enter the enter the place. Uh and which has two face featured him anymore after that? Um I think, I think they had like yeah. one one other feature. Yeah, on, on its two face album. I on think two face album. I think it was on no not ascension, it won't ascension. Um it went beyond. I can't remember. Yeah. It <laughs> went beyond was before it was before Ascension. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure. So yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Uh yeah. Uh, my introduction. I can't yeah, I think that was actually his introduction to pop. Um so yeah, Babadi. Yeah, that was oh, good. Yeah. That was good. He rapped yeah. on that one too, right? Yeah, 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 he yeah. rapped. He basically rapped on that record. Yeah, I think so. he took the first verse. Yeah. Yeah, he rapped on that. There's also um the 2010 album, Terry the Rap Man. How far? Yeah, that was good. That's a good one. Then Freestyle's album, he also featured San Sultan. They say we no go walk out with the fly, yo. Mm. They won't stop us now. We multiply, yo. I don't know for you. I don't know for you. For me, now my year be this. And it was like, good MC, now good MC. Ah man, what? no, no, he did, he did, he rapped actually. Mm. He rapped, but he rapped in like pigeon and English. Yeah, it was also a good record. But let's play. Let's play Aroquin. Then we will talk about um, rap rap version of San Sultan. <laughs> Shut up. 
Let me take you back like doggy ass. I lace this track with Brody, and we go hard in the pain like Kobe. Let's move up down the memory lane. Go soon shock how we came up with fame. Cause Bojo Bojo friends played hide but never sick you. Like OBJ Fury, yeah, we never take you. Get it? A tickle, OBJ Fury. And if you got my tickle, late, that means you're not a tickle late. So bring your brain, let's incubate it. It's gone, my track for it's too late. Hey, I take a breather for that. I was life's own drum, life's a beater for that. Hip hop was my life and wife and wife's a beater for that. Huh? I turned the mic into a heater for that. Now in summer or in winter, we get in different kind of kicks cause we're ninjas. Look at my boy, come a flying, come a supra. And you know I got every style, come a sutra. We cool, ain't no biggie, we banking like biggie. We're too busy to be busy. If you look us, you feel busy for real. Kusushi, we already met the genie. Ain't no time for three witches that's stupid like three stooges. I'm married to the game, I'm giving kisses to my missus. I already ate these rappers, I'm only doing the dishes. <laughs> oh yeah, pass me this bone, and the head and let me just wash this mess. Money fresh. So, rap version of Sound Sultan. We've already heard across, you know, the albums we listen to right now. We already yeah. heard some songs. He's, he's always been able to rap. And you could just tell that this guy started out as a rapper and he's yeah. still a very big fan of the hip-hop culture, right? He's yeah. collaborated with so many rappers. And I think he sent a reminder to everybody back in, what, 2019? When he jumped on VJ, VJ, VJ Adam, yeah, VJ Adam, yeah. Define rap. Rap. Yeah. I mean, the record has Ice Spray, has Vector, has Miss Kiss, has MI. Yeah, I came. And easy. I'm sorry, but he had easy <laughs> money. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had the most outstanding verse. Easy money, you know, easy, easy. And I think you know that's you know shows the versatility of Sound Sultan. He can rap, he can sing, he can blend into any genre from. Reggae to to fall to fall to R and B his to writing pop, to highlight he might just be one of the most Most-versus talented up. yeah yeah you know yeah. artists to ever come out of Nigeria yeah you know uh, do you yeah. think he gets like the the respect he deserves do you guys think so uh, I mean people kind of respect him yeah right? he's they celebrate him you know yeah. but do you think people say nah. Because we, we're having these goat conversations, right? Even yeah. when you have the old the old goats, right? We always mm. mention like the band, P-Square, um, and, and Two-Face, right? Yeah. And even put nice in that conversation once in a bit. But nobody seems to always mention Sound Sultan. And yeah. he can basically do what all those guys are doing and more. So why isn't he mentioned the goat conversation? Impact. People are going to, are going to argue about, about impact. Um, you can say nice had the gongwa. So, um, I mean, Sound Sultan had hits. Hits on like you can make a Sound Sultan greatest hit album with like 15 songs comfortably without even batting an eye. Yeah. But we're talking about like 
like when when I mean moments, like supernova moments that are like they are so big you can't like you have to, you can only witness them, you can't talk about them, like you can't describe them. Like uh two feet, African Queen till tomorrow. Um this these are classic records. He has classic records, but like people will still boiling down to impacts, which it it depends on where you see it from. For my own mind's eye, because I look at music as a personal thing as much as it's coming out, as much as it's coming out. So that means that it's a disservice. It's a disservice to what he's been able to do over the years. Um as far as good conversation goes, for me, some stand has always been there. Like it's always been there. I don't know about other people, like it's always been there. Um and at the end of the day, I think it was always safe in that knowledge knowing that there were people that held on to his words. Like you can be a really big artist and people can listen to you and scream your songs. But like like you said, really this had you emotional because you held on to that music, which is something that so many artists cannot see. You can have big records and people don't hold on to your music. Yeah. Your music can fade away. Mm. But like you said, it makes it that is eternal music. I know for if I might like if I have children, they're going to listen to sound sometimes, whether they like it or not. And that's one of the things that defines artists that are legacy artists. You, um, um, I'm, I think I mentioned off mic that I had like a folk phase, like Carol King, Johnny Mitchell, like these people had like really big songs then, but like you could point to maybe bigger artists in the 70s or the 80s than them. But these are legacy artists that parents hand them down to children, children hand them to, down to grandchildren. And I think for the few that recognize who South Sultan was in his life and how really, really talented, Talent, talent doesn't even like quantify the word to use for him. They understand how big of a vessel he was in terms of all the talents that he stacked in himself and showed to us. Because I'm sure he had more talents than many people even knew of. So I'm very sure that those that understood his value or understand his value and those that will come to understand his value in the wake of his passing will come to under, like will come to become evangelists of who he was to whoever is close to them or whoever is far from them, basically. That's a very good way to 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 summarize. <laughs> I mean, I've been thinking about it, but that's a really good way to summarize it. Thank you, Dennis. Um, Udo, Sound Sultan's personality, you could feel it through the music. You could yeah. feel he wasn't hiding or holding anything back. Yeah. You could you could just hear it the way he talked. Or the way he even engaged people on social media, right? Yeah. You know, um, a lot of sarcasm and satire mm. when he was commenting. I don't know if you always followed his, you know, his social media posts. And you could feel that in the music, that authenticity and originality. Yeah. He wasn't playing you. He wasn't bullshitting you. Mm-hmm. I think that's very hard for artists to do nowadays. Yeah. You know, you always yeah. have to have some sort of persona, right? To yeah. sell the music mm-hmm. or to capture the crowd. But right from... The first single he dropped till, you know, his last album, he didn't just give a damn. It was just his personality he sold throughout. Yeah. That's really difficult to do, right? Yeah, it's because music, the music industry is actually showbiz. And you're selling an image. And for one, most times those images are cultivated by the current landscape and also cultivated by what the label wants. So usually you find artists that don't stick to their, their person because there's entertainment. No one wants to know who you are through your music. 
No one wants to see oh, that, that good side of you, that conscious side of you, that person who is expressive, also that person who is vulnerable. I mean, you listen to a song like Rainy Days, you could see that vulnerable part of him. Or that, that fun, fun guy, when you listen to a record like Born on a Saturday. So it's difficult in the music industry to show yourself because music is basically not just your song, but the image. That's why it's, it's, it's easy to forget some artists. They're, we're, they're, we're, Nigeria has had artists in the last 20 years who have been popular. But no one knows them when they walk on the streets because there is no image that they are pushing. So it's difficult, but somehow Sound Sultan just found a way to always be in your, in your face. Any record you listen to Sound Sultan, it just seemed like a multidimensional person. You listen to this record, you know, okay, this is Sound Sultan, it's not out of place. You listen to another record, it still sounds out and not out of place. Mm-hmm. Or like some artists that, oh, when they release some songs, you're like, oh no, this is not this person. Mm. So he, he was an artist. He embodied that art form in every, be it in, in acting, be it in, um, um, in, in rapping, in singing, be it in um, being a funny guy. Because actually, he, he actually started out on um, Night of a Thousand Laughs yeah. before he actually blew up with mathematics. So it's a case of he was, I, I can say he was fortunate to have been born in an era where being authentic was still valued. Hmm. Because if he was born in this era, I doubt if any music label was going to push whatever he was selling. So you, I, I can say he was fortunate to have been born in an era where originality was actually a big thing. And this was the early, early years of hip hop in Nigeria where, Oh, you pride yourself as being original. And so his his uh, his next album, me, my mouth and I, what year did that album drop? 2012. No, 12. 2012. Yeah. 2012. 2012. Oh yeah. 12, 12. 2012. That was the sixth album. Yeah. yeah. Six. Yeah, man. Um, it still came with bangers, man. Natural Bro. something. Coco 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 Man, people, people bad. bad. Even the record. remix of War About Two. Yeah, yeah, remix with uh, flavor. With flavor, you know, I just like the longevity. I just respect it. You know, you come from an era from 1999, so you start to ask yourself, who from 99 is still around? And I think it's just, it's just Two Face. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we can, we can. Okay, we okay, we really can make a case for for the P Square Brothers. Says their first. Their first trial is 2012. Yeah. 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 Technically, last night was 2004. But then they they, they won um, Benson and Hedges to turn two. Yeah. So so really it's, it's only it's only two face. Yeah, it's only oh, two yeah, face. Yeah, by the way, speaking of Pisco and Sound Sultan, I saw somewhere I can't remember, or someone told me, I can't remember, but there was a story about how two face. I'm sorry, Sound Sultan was important to Pisco Blino because it was performing somewhere and they gave him, I think, 30 minutes. And out of his 30 minutes, he caught 10 minutes for Peace Square. And that was how, like, Peace Square made some connections that got them. Wow. So, like, that was really mind-blowing for me. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember where I saw it. I, I really can't. I'm trying to remember. But I, I mean, remember. it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not above, some, I mean, it's not above um, Sound Sultan to do yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, very generous, 
has helped so many people, mm. you know, has ghostwritten for, for so many people that he hasn't even taken the credit for, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. has linked yeah. so many people up, you know, such a great guy, such a great guy. So, I mean, I like this album. Again, might not be as great as the album before. He's not in his graceful years. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is where, you know, you get to this point and, you know, anything an artist drops at this point, it's like where Two Face is now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Two Face drops like yeah. Warriors yeah. now. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a nice I mean, album. Like, I mean, he's married by this time. Yeah. Raising his child is just so anything you do will take it, mm, you know. Yeah. But it still gives us Coco said natural something, which you know links up with TY Mix. Yeah, you know, again, interesting video. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fun, you know and and all mm. that. Um, we'll just play Coco said because we've 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 probably killed the time right now. Yeah, mm. yeah, we'll play Coco said then we'll move on. Uh-huh. Legendary tunes. Sound so ten wheezy. Find your ninja. Starboy. Tell all the boys, tell all the girls, stop to the judge my mother. Where them be they? Where we be they? Hopping and jumping a god. Now then they see us, they push you Bugatti. The JJC girls, then they ask who be that. They don't know the time I was pushing past You know, get to start, so I pushed the past you. All the fine girls, up in the club. Then go the pinging and chatting. Drop on your phones, come to the floor. You should be singing and dancing. Stop to the from you are wasting your wasting. You move to the drum, don't be wasting your wasting. The guys then they from when the booty rotating. Before then go no, they are dating your dating. Moving from north to south, 
What is it all about? Baby, I know fish out. Quick question, guys. Who's the who's the sound sultan of this generation? <laughs> sound sultan is the sound sultan of this generation. There I, can be no one like him. I don't have an answer for you <laughs> at this time. I sincerely, I don't. Uh, I mean, just to combine all the multiple factors that means sound sultan who he, who he was. Yeah. At this generation, I would have said maybe. Maybe part of ranking, but uh, albums wise, I don't, I don't know, I don't know because obvi- because honestly, I think our part of ranking as someone that even as it's gotten bigger, it's always made sure that you reflected where it, where it, where it came from. Mm. It may not be as raw as our Sultan, but like it may, like that reality never goes too far from who part of ranking is. But I don't know, I I can't think of anybody right now. I think that's. I think I think you're right. I think Patoraki comes really like comes close, um, in terms of being a bigger artist, like blowing up and still sticking to his roots. Yeah. Mm. Um, dancehall and the message, most importantly, yeah, message. you know, songs like "Heal the World" or even "Celebrate Me," right? Yeah. yeah. Which coincidentally was the last was the last post was the last post yeah. on Sultan put up. You know, say hey, celebrate me while I'm alive. Yeah. And you know, nobody kind of listened because. When he passed, everybody started celebrating him more. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, you know, I do this podcast just to celebrate people that we we probably won't think about yeah. or who have done amazing things. And I think, how do we start to change that, though? How does the media in Nigeria start to change that? How do we start to celebrate, like, an Olumentain or an African China? Why must we wait for these people to pass away before, you know, we celebrate them even more? You know, Biz, Biz Marquis, you know, God rest his soul, just yeah. passed away. Yeah. And everybody's posting. It's not a Nigerian thing, right? Mm. The only thing I can say is that in like the US, there are more documentaries, more features, yeah. Yeah. and more stories told yeah. about these people before mm. they pass away. But it's it's a recurring problem. But how do we start to solve that? How does media start to solve that? Dennis, how do you start to write more about, you know, these people <sighs> before they pass away? Man, I... I I mean, I don't know how to talk about Nigerian media these days because honestly, I can say for like from what I can see, we are trying, especially music media. I mean, I'm sitting with somebody here. I know a lot of really good music writers that write from a place of passion. But you have to, I mean, you guys lead the foundation. You, Ayomide, Fazilion, Chairman, all of you lead the foundation. We are coming after you guys. And the thing is, we can't get it right like immediately. We can't not just getting it right immediately. We can't get it right on a very, very large scale. Because honestly, representing Nigerian music just in the last 20 years alone requires going through so much of its changes and acknowledging each and every one of its players. That's include that's apart from the artists, including directors, um, producers, mixers, like all of these people are very, very important. And it's difficult to do that in a Nigerian media, uh, media terrain where we are still struggling to figure out how to move away from, not move away, how to, how to balance the blog era and 
the, like why why that every every everybody's a blog to an extent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we are still finding difficult to balance it because at the end of the day, media is business and where where business where capitalism is, you have to feed capitalism. And sometimes doing the noble work might be difficult. So I think it's still like I still feel guilty about writing South about South Town more why was I like I feel guilty about that a lot of the time. Because obviously I've written about Sufis a few times. I've written about maybe MIS. It's all of these people that mean a lot that I feel like meaning. But I didn't write about Sansatan enough. That's but it's difficult to do that because why not even much? That's if you if you count credible Nigerian music uh, publications on your left hand, you you won't I don't think you will use them or your fingers hmm. if you are going to count them. And the thing is it's not a one platform mission. It has to be multi. I always say this. Everybody has to do their part and it all comes together to form a whole. And that is what we are saying with like places that are better developed than we are. You can't you can't expect just pause or native or Lagos review to write everything. We have to write from different angles and from different people to make sure that the whole picture is represented. Yeah. And it's difficult to do that right now because it's a business. And we all know that media is a very, very, it's a very, very slippery business in Nigeria. You have to feed the capitalist, the capitalist based the and also figure out the way to balance the intentions. So, but for how we can do, our, we can only do our best by doing our best. Honestly, that's the only thing we can do. There's no, there's no tactic to it. It's just being more aware and doing your best. That's a great response. Mm. Udo, <laughs> what I, what, what, what I, I know, you know, you, you write these articles, you know, they are fantastic, but like, how do we do more? in terms of documenting what, what has happened? Well, in my... Well, also, I, I'm also guilty of not writing too much about Salt Salt. I only wrote about him twice. One piece when I catalogued 25 artists inspired by Fela. And then when one... It was just a light-hearted article about baby-faced artists and celebrities in Nigeria. I think one thing it's about the source materials, the availability of source materials. Something as, because one thing I usually do when I listen to music is I look for references. I look for influences. And then I find it very difficult because you are going back to interviews of artists. You want to look for substance and then you don't find much. Or say... You look for their old albums and then you don't know who produced what. You don't know who wrote on what. You don't know. I mean, it's... Okay, I use Discog. Sometimes I use Discog to... That's basically old artists. And then I see songwriters. Oh, this person produced this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this person actually used this. It's a wide thing because, one, how you document these artists, how you celebrate them while they are alive. Yeah. Oh, biopics articles, profiles, and really good profiles, not just going on Wikipedia to just jack uh, Wikipedia content and just dump it on our laps. Which most times is always incorrect. Yeah, I mean, because it's Wikipedia can be edited by anyone that has that, that right. So I, I, I think it's because media it's, is a business in the end. Because say, oh, I approach... Um, maybe a media platform and say, oh, I want to write something else. I'll give you an example. I had a thought to write on, say, 
Terry the rap man and video games, for instance, mm-hmm. or boogie and anime. Yeah. But then you're looking at the Nigerian music, the old Nigerian media community. Who am I going to pitch that to? Who is going to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to commission you? Hmm. So there are sides. I mean, you, you, you watch videos, you listen to articles from different platforms, and then the, the questions they ask artists, they're totally different from music. Yeah. But then you are seeing a different parts of the artists. Oh, you are seeing, oh, this artist, oh, there, there is a certain way this artist looks at cars, for instance. So this gives you a wider picture outside just the music. Even in terms of the music, there was one, I think it was VH1, I, I, I don't recall now, um, on Tong Song, Cisco's Tong Song. I mean, the backstories... I think it was BET. I watched that. Yeah. yeah. It so, was, was really good. So yeah. the backstories on just this song. Just one song. So, of course, I mean, we, we have writers, we have curators that have these ideas, but who is going to pay? Because this is media. Who wants to read this kind of... Yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I think, I, I'm not sure maybe it was off mic, you, you were referring to us as Nets. Because it's only people in this small cocoon that, oh, we're fascinated by these kind of stories. So it's, it's, a, it's a problem because it's not only in the music industry. You see it in politics. You read an article of a politician or you're looking at a biography of a politician and you don't see anything. It's like... There is no substance here. There is no weight here. I don't know anything about. I want to know something beyond what, oh, which school this person went to, which political party this person joined. So it's a case of, I, I, I would say it's, it's more of how, how we value information in, in this country. So it, it goes back to our values because really these things are not easy. Imagine writing a 3,500 um, word um, profile on Sound Sultan and basically I'm not even talking about the music. I'm just talking about fashion because I don't see any fashion blog that has given a tribute to, to Sound Sultan. Hmm. That's also, yeah. yeah you, you, I, I actually had one thing to add and like you said, like, all of those concerns are valid, but also at the same time, which is something that is not going to be easy, yeah. but also something that I also charge myself with every time I sort of get discouraged, like, oh, I read this, how many reads did you get? Like, whatever. Mm. Is the fact that we, at the end of the day, we have to figure out the way to make sure that it appeals to the audience. To the audience, to the audience. Yeah. yeah. So like you said, you started reading you and that opened his eyes. I started reading Ion Mide, started reading Chama, started reading you, started reading, you opened my eyes. I'm sure there's someone out there reading someone like maybe Wally's work, my colleague, yeah. um, Wally Olu. So someone, someone is out there reading his work and it's, like, the eyes are open. And I think just little by little, and I, I don't think it's something that can happen almost immediately, but I just think we just need to just keep pushing ourselves, even though it might seem like a necklace tag, but it's just really important for us to do it. Mm. Great. So Sound Sultan dropped two more albums out of the box in 2016 and It's Wonder in 2020. Yeah. Mm. Won't go into the details, but I want to end with Natural Something of Me, My Mouth, and I. Yeah. Any last words? Um, man, rest in peace to the man. Um, very, 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 very important part of my life, and I'm sure a lot of thousands, thousands of people, if not millions, um, did a lot. 
um, lived a very exam- exemplary life. I think that's, that needs to be said every time. Um, but yeah, that's it. Sounds Sotan was an introvert whose work is going to take years before we fully unravel. And it's it's really a, a great loss to 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 Nigeria. I mean, sporting wise, basketball, yeah. um, rap wise, the hip hop culture wise, fashion wise, comedy wise. I at this moment, I I just pray for God's comfort for for his wife Farida, man, and his um, three children because this is. Losing your dad at at a young age and losing your husband at really a young age is is difficult. I just pray for God's comfort for the family, also for his um, siblings and then for fans who his music and his work actually touch them. May so rest in peace. Legends never die. Rest in power, son Sultan. Spend my money every day on top woman. I no care if she walk away to another man. I am ready to be your mugu, your person I'm gonna for life. mix sounds of Ninja Ninja. It is a natural something. When I see you, don't be strong. Go shorty, it's a vibe. Like a unicorn, oh, but really don't get me wrong. See, no string attached. I go buy you diamond, no string attached. I think you go shopping, no string attached. Cause the way I'm still, no string attached. Oh, no string attached. Look, we just dance, no string attached. So don't be thinking wrong, no string attached. I only appreciate you as a wonderful work of God. I spend my money every day on talk woman. I know care if she walk away to another man. I am ready to be your mugu. Your person I'm I am ready.
This episode was produced by Osagi Alonge, audio mixed by Lord Phil, and is distributed by Visual Audio Times.